sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Sean Sides. And that is Tom Sides. How are you doing, fine, sir? I'm doing great, man. The Leafs are out of the playoffs. Can you believe it? Oilers won game seven. I mean, I got to re-listen to what our picks were. I should have wrote them down, but holy... Yeah, I didn't do that either. I think I did pretty good so far. I mean, I know I predicted Leafs losing in game seven. Yeah. But they didn't lose in game seven the way I thought they would. That's fair, because you were hoping they'd go down 3-1 again and then... Be ahead 3-1 and then yeah. fuck it all up. It was been a nice back-and-forth series. Tampa Bay's a fucking hell of a team. Yeah. Um, and now we got, like, two more Game 7s tonight. Like, this has been a really good playoffs. It's just, intense, eh? Yeah. And, the, like, the matchups have been so tight. For sure. It's been really exciting. Um, I, I think we both are doing good. We both called the Toronto series and the Edmonton series correctly. Obviously, well, you not in a the fucking sweep, bud. Yeah, I said not a, not in the same amount of games as we called, yeah. but still fucking nailed it. Colorado, obviously, we fucking yeah. picked that one out of the hat pretty easily. Yeah, um, Boston, Carolina. Did you take Did you take Boston or Carolina? I, I said I, I took Carolina, but I said okay, me on Boston, like because like that's the thing I liked about these matchups is the fact that. Um, any one of them can go either way. Like, yeah, the New York Penguin, the New uh, Rangers versus Penguin series has been so entertaining. Yeah, that's ba- that's game seven today as well, right? Game, game seven tonight. Yeah, I, and I gotta tell you, like, I know I keep on saying don't sleep on this stuff, but fuck, <laughs> has that series been good? It has. Um, yeah, I think I took New York in six, but I think the Penguins might actually pull it off today. I think they're a little bit hungry. I know that like uh, there's an injured Sidney Crosby going on right now. Yeah, but, I may or may uh, not play. You know, this this the this series has been very entertaining to watch. It's pretty cool. There was a couple of records set last night. Um, one of them is in the Major League Baseball, the National or is it National Basketball Association, NBA? Yeah. So yeah. And the NHL. No team has ever lost five consecutive like game seven, like final games in a row ever. And Toronto did that last night. So congrats to Toronto for setting a new record. That's pretty impressive. I mean, (laughs) you think about the history of sports, you know, when you put your name on the line as the team that successfully did that. And then at the same time, an interesting stat, Connor McDavid tied a league record with only one other player in NHL history. It was in the mid eighties, but to score um, multi six multi-point games in a game set in a seven game series. Yeah, uh, he's the only other guy who's ever done that now, which is pretty impressive, pretty cool. Yeah, fuck, he was on fire last night. That second goal was so clutch. I was sitting at a local bar here, just watching the games, just fucking. And the, I gotta say, the local bars are super nice because they like they close at one, which is fine. Just the games were still going, and then they let me finish off the game because like I was there in my fucking Oilers jersey, Oilers hat. Nice. They're like, yeah, you can just finish the game here. Buy it, like. We buy a few more drinks and then like now before we close and then like oh they were super nice man I, I love cool. like everyone I've met so far here in the city has been so fucking wonderful that's nice and it's, it has been very nice to see yeah that's helpful when you're starting a new like that what did you think about I couldn't believe the fucking bullshit call by the 
NHL on this one. And I, I don't even know. I wanted to hear your opinion on this. Fucking Darnell Nurse thinks that he might have a problem with his skates. So he fucking puts his head down to look while the fucking stupid LA King player runs his face into Nurse's helmet. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like headbutt? He was looking at his skates. He thought that there was a problem with his laces and they fucking call it bullshit and suspend him for one game. Like, what the fuck? Holy fuck. That was the most fucking weasel way of saying he headbutted a guy. He was looking at his laces. Oh, stop. He was clearly looking at his laces. Stop. That <laughs> fucking head, but I that was so bad. Like, what the fuck, nurse? Why you think you're not gonna get caught for that? Like, what the fuck yeah. is he thinking? I know. I like I've seen like worse things happen, but fuck. Yeah, that was like I, that's the thing about these playoffs. Like emotions run rapid. You say the yeah. wrong thing to the wrong guy, and fuck. Next thing you know, you get Darnell Nurse's head in your fucking face. Pretty much, <laughs> the boys have shown some toughness. Like. Uh, dry saddle getting like ragdolled to the ice like he's been a little bit off anyways in mm. physically i don't know what's going on like he's been beat up maybe but mm. the way he kind of fell i was like oh fuck like i don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna make it for game seven obviously there's no stopping him but i'm glad that he's gonna oh, get a couple oh, days of rest yeah everyone was kind of like hey is darnell nurse in the lineup is Dar-? yeah and i love how the team like kind of handled it of just like uh, that's up for Darnell. Uh, sorry, that's uh, that's up Try for Leon, and that's like that's his bit. That's his business, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not here to talk about someone else's business, and I fucking love that shit. I love it, it was in- with the media. Nothing, like, yeah, I fucking for sure. love it because they're all like, honestly, sports sp- or sports uh, news is some of like, or at least sports reporting is some of the most fucking shifty sports because yeah. Uh, as like shifty kind of positions in life because you want to get all this information but also you're going to shit talk other players to fucking do it like i think they uh it was like the toronto coach uh they got a question was uh yeah o'keefe got a question was like oh when the game is so tight why are you putting your worst player on the ice to start the game and he's like who's our worst player yeah exactly and then they're just like well that's your opinion like fuck you i'm not gonna say like you you, i'm not gonna like shit talk my own team and then it's become this thing of like reporters asking these fucking like at no other occupation and no other form of reporting you're never going to point out the fucking weak link of just for sure like what's going on it's It's that tone in their voice when they start to ask the question like they're so superior and they have this the way they phrase things is just like, are you, like, are you fucking serious? Obviously, we saw earlier this year with Leon Dreisaitl versus the news reporting staff, but it's just yeah. ignorant and good to move. <clears throat> excuse me, good to move past it. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And I, I just love everything that comes with it. Like, I, I think that they're they're like the respect bond is a, a little bit more earned than given nowadays. So yeah. if you ask a dumb fucking question, these NHL players are gonna be like, "Who the fuck are you?" Like, yeah, like I love it because it used to just be Tortorella, and like he was just tiptoe around Tortorella to ask him questions. Now every time you ask a stupid fucking question, get a stupid fucking answer. Go fuck yourself. For sure. No, that's nice. I'm excited for like um, today's a big game too, Calgary Dallas. Like, yeah, because that, face the that winner, series right? is nuts. What's that? Sorry, we face the winner. Edmonton faces the winner of that, right? Yeah, so we're waiting to find out who we're going to play. Now, I would love to see a Battle of Alberta fucking playoff round. Although, like, that fucking makes me nervous. Like, Calgary (laughs) versus Edmonton always makes me fucking nervous. 
honestly, like, I'm curious to see how it all plays out. I would, I would be okay with playing either team because it's good hockey either way. Mm-hmm. Dallas is a tough team. They've given us some problems. You know what I mean? This season, same with Calgary. I'm, I'm excited. Do you see that lady behind the Dallas bench? With the fucking low cut shirt and just had the twins out to play. Did you see her? No, she's no. been all over like hockey memes everywhere. And then That's she funny. even like she's even getting reposted on her on her own Instagram through like spitting chickens and other stuff, going, <clears throat> Should the twins and I come out to the game tonight? Like it's so fucking funny. Because like they had the camera That's on funny. Her, and like everyone would just went, Holy fuck. And then like they never <laughs> kind of showed her again because it was just like border all borderline inappropriate it was fucking hilarious she'll make a career out of that hopefully and get some money oh she her instagram follows probably quadrupled or tenfold now like just all that just by that's funny congratulations on being hot man like congrats pretty much yeah good for you yeah that's funny uh, I like that Florida pulled it off against the Capitals. I was kind of worried about that one. I thought that one could could have gone either way, but they do it in six. A nice little, nice little matchup. Yeah. Um, I don't. I haven't looked at the bracket yet. Who's Florida playing? Is it Florida Tampa? Uh, I let me double check it for you, Sean. We'll, uh, I'll pull it up okay, right now because I know it's New York, and I'm just trying to think. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember how it breaks down. What? I have looked at this thing. 90 million times and i forget that's funny demo yeah so it was florida versus tampa so i do think so we have the the battle of florida the florida panthers yeah. versus tampa bay lightning which is going to be a great series it was last year um yeah and then carolina faces off against the winner of new york and the penguins oilers face off against the winner of dallas and calgary and st louis and avalanche it's going to be a stellar series i think that the st louis blues are the only team that can really give Colorado a real run for their money. Yeah, you think? Oh, fuck. They're firing on all cylinders. They went through a fucking stack Minnesota Wild. Like, the the fact that it, like, I, I thought that was going to go to game seven and went to six. Um, fuck. It, the, there were some good teams. Like good goaltending on, like, both ends of the bench. So, you can yeah. go Puso or you can go um, Bennington, and you're going to get it. And Bennington's been on fire. He's fired up. He had, like, a struggle at the end of the series, at the end of the uh, regular season, and here he is, fired the fuck up, ready to fucking win hockey games. So uh, this series is going to be, like, a tough matchup. And the problem I think the Colorado Avalanche is going to have is because they just breeze through the Predators, you're going to go in with a lot of fucking confidence, which yeah. is nice. But also, you like, you see it every single time in, like, oh, yeah. juniors or fucking Olympic hockey where Canada just destroys fucking hockey teams. And then they go up against someone that they can actually challenge them, and then they shit the fucking bed. Well, it's a thing in the playoffs, too. Like, when you face less – not that they face less adversity, but they only played four games, and they won all four games, mm-hmm. whereas the other teams had to battle – fight tooth and nail fear of like loss and a lot of it like sometimes a team is more prepared when they go to a game seven than when they just sweep someone cool. you know what i mean 100 percent. plus you're still fired up you're still firing off that adrenaline that adrenaline of going into game seven and then going into game one two days later yeah fucking huge like yeah avalanche are rested but like I'll take I'll take adrenaline over well rested me too the week to be honest like you want I, I see it all the time where the, these uh, these teams could have been uh, 
a better matchup had they just had that the fire series. Yeah, but, uh, but I do. I'm not sleeping on the Avalanche. I know that they can. You got what McKinnon, uh, McCarr, uh, Landeskog, uh, and then if Kemper's healthy, because you see the stick he took in the fucking beak. Yeah, yeah, like there, there's some there's some good hockey. There, there's still a great fucking hockey team, and if Kemper's sure. healthy, and it's going to be a great matchup. I can't wait. The St. Louis versus Avalanche is going to be the series to watch. Uh, much like much like every, every other series. fucking series, every series, every, is gonna yeah, be every series is one to watch at this point because it's just fucking intense hockey. When you go from sixteen fantastic teams who fought to get their fucking place down to eight, it's yeah. like holy fuck, you know. There's a lot of intensity coming up, and I like the matchups. You know, like I'm excited to see who we play, who Edmonton plays in the end. I don't yeah. know. I'm okay with either. I think I like our chances against either. And like, if it is Calgary, man, holy shit, it's going to be crazy. I'm pretty sure the plan is to meet up in Red Deer for the Battle of Alberta. We'll be bringing like, I'll be putting some nice blue paint on my face, like Braveheart, and bringing my fucking sword, and we'll just have it out. Edmonton versus Calgary, it's the final. Let's see, yeah. let's see who takes it. One city will rule them all. Yeah, just meet up in Alberta's gas station, just fucking. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It would be sad, like. You always have the fears going into any series, but I know, like, I say this often. I said this last year on the podcast. I'm guaranteed at least four playoff games. Unfortunately, I was fucking right. Last year, all we got was four. At this point, we get to watch a minimum of 11. You know, yeah. we watch seven. Like, it's so exciting watching playoff hockey. You're just, like, I'm just glued to the TV constant. Like, yeah. it's intense. And through all this, still haven't smoked, which is fucking incredible. Your, your for stress me. levels must have been fucking going nuts because. Well, it was like a three-two uh, series for um, for the Kings. Yeah, and that happened right after you talked about the simulation. You never oh. point out what's Shh. going on in the simulation. Thomas, stop it! I, I oh. fucked up. Oh, oh, I oh. fucked up. Have we learned our fucking never lesson? Talk, I'm never talking about it again. Everything went. Sean's fucking gonna die. Everything <laughs> went terrible after I spoke of it. Don't ever say it again. <laughs> Fuck. I'm, but, not, but, I'm never saying that word again. Yeah. Fuck. I fucking hope you learned the lesson, buddy. Oh, I learned, buddy. I am never saying anything ever again. I'm yeah. just going to live in bliss. Holy fuck. <laughs> and also to come back from a 3-2, like, like it was do or die. Every yeah. game after that point was do or die for the yep. Oilers. And fuck did they come through. Mike Smith, you know, he's 800 years old, and he's just fucking standing Two on shutouts. Yeah. Fuck. Um. I was watching the hockey game zone at the bar soon. I was like, he looks like he's 80. I'm like, yeah, it's Mike Smith. Yeah. Leave him alone. <laughs> he's on fire right now. <laughs> What's so funny, like I was saying about the adversity, when you haven't lost in the playoffs, you just, you know how to win. You know how to do your thing. When you've lost and then like got, we got shut out one game. We got lost in overtime. Like there was some pretty tough losses there, mm -hmm. but they found a way to get, through those improve on what they needed to improve on and push ahead so i think that gives any team that goes to a game seven over a sweep an advantage what do you think goes goes through a guy like todd mcclellan's head because he like he's a former fucking oilers coach right i'm very, like wasn't he behind the bench for them for their last big playoff run uh like yeah, man, there's so many maybe? coaches that have come through i, I I don't know if he was here for like he was here for some playoff runs, but I don't think he was here in 2017. Okay, because that was a hell of a playoff run. Yeah, yeah. No, it's exciting. Going through Todd McClellan's head was probably like. Well, you can see how fucking pissed off he was. Like, he's, yeah, he's, he always looks that way, though. Yeah, it's hard to tell. 
He's he was probably just happy to be there. And like, what do you do? LA was missing. Like I was worried when I first found out we were going to be facing LA for sure. I, we knew pretty early on, but uh, Drew Doughty, he's always been a fucking thorn in the Oilers side. There's just yeah. something about him versus the Oilers. When I heard he wasn't going to be in the series, I was like, oh, yeah, baby. And, you know, his team played well. I can't say anything too bad about L.A. I do. I'm a fan of hockey. Obviously, I'm a fan of the Oilers, number one. But I do enjoy hockey, like the sport. You know what I mean? And there was a lot of good hockey. Like, L.A. was a good team. And they they fought hard for missing, like, one of their star players and, like, they have some good talent there and it was a good series. Yeah, no, it was a great series. Um, and I'm looking forward to tonight's hockey games. I'm obviously going to be putting those on tonight. The big problem with living in the East coast is like these 11 o'clock fucking hockey games. That's hard. Jesus Christ. Like, it didn't end until like one forty-five. Like I got home at like two fifteen in the morning, just after, like I called my Uber right at the third <laughs> period, but fuck, like, you know, I also have like a, nine to five job and all that stuff like to stay up in the wee hours of the morning just watching hockey is it's a young man's game man <laughs> yeah no it's tough with their one game we went to overtime i was like well guess i'm fucking gonna be tired tomorrow like yeah. you don't know if it's three fucking overtime series that's like basically my get up time in the morning you know what i kind of went through that this week this week has been a very interesting week um so like i've kind of been leaning into like the living in halifax lifestyle now um, buddy uh, gets season tickets to the Halifax Mooseheads, the Quebec Major Junior team that's here, and yeah. they're in their playoffs. So they were winning their playoffs two nothing, and then I went to their game one, uh, their game three in uh, in Halifax, and they got fucking shit kicked eight one. But the fucking time of going to this game is unbelievable. You're yelling at the goalie the whole time. You're yelling at other players. And like, you're just giving it to them. And then at one point, you kind of realize that you're just bullying, like, a 16-year-old kid. But at the same time, like, it's just Jesus. fucking hilarious. Like, <laughs> the fans just love it because there's no, like, like, there's not, like, a lot of regular entertainment. Yeah. Like, like there is no NHL team in Halifax. There's no, there's a pro lacrosse team, and I'm going to get fucking into that when the season comes around. Like, I'm already <clears> looking <throat> at season tickets to both. Halifax Mooseheads and the the Thunderbirds. I'm fucking stoked about like the life I'm going to be living here. I think I'm going to have a lot of fucking fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I went to the, that game one. Mooseheads get shit kicked eight one. I got a hat like this is my Mooseheads hat. Nice. I, I got a fucking jersey, and then I'm gonna go get uh, my jersey uh, done up because a buddy of mine, Liam, he used to play for the Mooseheads, so I'm gonna put his fucking last name on the back and twenty the number he wore and then i'm going to get him to sign it and i'm pretty sure it's just going to go down in value because like what he brought to the moose heads was just like a whole bunch of penalty minutes i'm pretty sure that's funny uh still but, cool like, though like right yeah so like i think it's going to be a good time like i'm looking forward like and then i went to the wednesday night game fucking went into triple overtime wow fucking here i am like no voice still yelling at the other team's goalie mm-hmm. but then like at, like by like the third ot four and a half minutes in i'm like fuck anyone just fucking score already anyone just go anybody like that's funny <laughs> and then they lost that game and then they ended up losing 2-1 but the mooseheads weren't supposed to win any of these fucking games like this was right. supposed to be a fucking sweep but fu- unbelievable hockey just the watching them i it could be a lot tougher to honestly it could be a lot tougher 
Um, very finesse game, but that's the Quebec Major Junior League. Quebec players come with that extra finesse. They don't have that toughness. They have that. They have the good speed, the good hands, and then that fucking cockiness that come that only hockey players fucking have. Like that fucking like squinty eye, hey, fuck you, buddy. Like that kind of yeah, shit. That's so there's like a lot of that stuff. But all in all, man, I really enjoyed watching the hockey games here. I'm really gonna invest in season tickets. That's for damn sure. And then I'm uh, really going to invest in season tickets to uh, to the Thunderbirds. I think life is going to be really fucking good here. Yeah, it sounds like fun to be part of a community. I think that's like a smaller city like that. You know, you have a much bigger chance of being part of the community. That's one thing that's always bothered me about like Edmonton in ways is you don't know your neighbors. You don't know me. You don't look at me. You don't talk to me. And that's like how a lot of the vibe has been in all the, like I've lived in a lot of different places here and it would be nice. I miss the idea of having a community, you know, like in a city like Edmonton, there is community. Yes. But it's like church groups. And yeah. like, if you're just a normal person who wants to like fucking meet people and like be part of their community, it's a lot harder to be. And that's unfortunate, but you get that in Eastern Canada where, <clears throat> or a small town, small Alberta, small yeah, whatever. Then, like, there are those like small things. Like I know that you can't necessarily afford season tickets to the Oilers. Who the fuck can right now? Yeah. But you could probably invest in oil, oil Kings. And that's just as good. That's the same. It's yeah. the same level of hockey as the Mooseheads. And it's, and then like, and then it's like, it's, it's, it's a decent entertainment for a decent fucking dollar. Yeah. Like, um, I remember my mom was telling me how <clears throat> when, my parents lived in Calgary before my sister and I were born. They had season tickets to the local minor baseball team. And that's just what they did on fucking Saturday nights or like Friday, whatever. They would go yeah. to the local baseball games and they had season tickets and they would just go all the time and they would have a fucking blast. Like shit. Yeah, that'd be fun. Team, all that stuff. So it's all about like, you know, you, you got to go to these things and then you got to get fucking into it. And that's like, that's one of the things that I love about myself is that I could have fun literally anywhere i'm gonna fucking into it and if i like i just joined the crowd of just like yelling at the other team's goalie these, these guys that were sitting near us bought me fucking drinks because like you've been so entertaining all night can we buy you a drink i'm like yes please that's awesome <laughs> so it's just like and then you shout nonsense because you can't say fuck they're like, very yeah. adamant about that you can't say fuck but you can say like I don't know. It was the, the the goalie's last name was Bednar. I was like, "Hey, Bednar, what'd you get on your last math test? Hey, Bednar, that assignment's due on Monday, eh? Just like all, oh, just like whatever you can say to a fucking kid, right? Anyway, that's funny. I don't know, man. It's just a lot of fun. I'm coming <laughs> off like a really good week. Um, you know, last night was a fucking blast. I just went to a local like. The, the local wing restaurant because that it was just close by and i didn't feel like spending like 50 dollars on fucking ubers going there and back yeah and then, yeah man it's just it was fun it's just fun yeah that sounds like a hoot yeah it's a hoot and a holler sean a hoot and a holler perfect <clears throat> that's all one needs in life a little bit of hooting and a little bit of hollering that's for damn sure buddy that's for fucking damn sure so how was your week uh it was pretty good you know Fairly eventful, obviously, late night hockey games, like we were saying. Um, busy schedule for me lately. Uh, John and Laurie are in town again. Nice. So I've been chilling, spending lots of time with Fam Jam. We actually went out to the lake yesterday during the day, as I was telling you, and um, we were kind of setting up the cabin for the sp spring slash summer to follow. 
So we had like upstairs in the suite, there was some furniture up there and some uh, carpets that they laid. And it was like shag lime green carpets from like God knows where and God knows when. So we cut all those out, like covering the entire floor. So we went up, cut all, <clears throat> cut all those out, carried them all down. We ended up doing a dump run with like a bed, some furniture, like completely cleared it out. So it's like a palette for us to paint now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We, I'm an avid garage sailor, as you know. So I'll be keeping my eyes out as we travel through the city, seeing what we can find to fill in like the perfect pieces. We're in no rush, right? So yeah, it's pretty fun getting ready for May long. Oh yeah, for sure. And like your May long weekend, you're going to like just party it up at the lake or what? That's the plan, buddy. That's nice, man. I, I think I'm going to be heading down to, well, I already booked the flight. So I'm going to be heading down to uh, Toronto. I'm going to see Josh. I was hoping to see like Deanna and stuff too, but the, it's her fiance. No, it's her husband's uncle's birthday. And so none of them are going to be around Toronto, uh, the Toronto area. They're going to gotcha. be out near Sudbury, just past Sudbury. So, I um, mean, you know, I'll be uh, missing out on them, but uh, I mean, Josh already, like I told him like, fuck, I think Blue Jays are in town playing the Reds. And he goes, let me check, bought fucking tickets. Nice. And like, yeah, so we're going to go to at least a Blue Jays game. We're going to putz around Toronto. Like, Sweet. honestly, it's going to be a good time. So I, I, I fly down the Friday night. <clears throat> Excuse me. I fly down the Friday night, and then I come back uh, late Monday night because it's the the day off, right? Yeah. That's so awesome, that, dude. That'll yeah, be a man. fun trip. Yeah, man. Like, I haven't seen Josh in a red-hot minute. I haven't seen his new place. I would like to see what a Toronto version of Josh is like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Seeing different flavors and shades of someone you've known your whole life can be really interesting, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a really fucking it's, it's something to look forward to. Yeah, and like it just hit me like it's next week. Like, oh fuck, I'm gonna see Josh next week. So that's, that's good cool. for you. So we'll, we'll have to get a uh, maybe a couple shows in the bank here before that because I know you and I are just gonna be fucking busy. So, yeah, we're popular. What can we say? People like us. Yeah, you know, high demand. And I, yeah. I love that you brought up Uncle John. I'm waiting because. Halifax flies to Boston. I'm just waiting for them that fucking flight to come back. And when it does, I'm going to see if I can catch a Red Sox game with the legendary Uncle John. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, he would love that. That's for sure. Yeah. No, it's been fun, though. Just like summer living is starting to begin. The grass is turning green. The air's nice. Driving like in the summertime is fucking a hoot after making it through my first winter. Like just life's good right now. You know, you have your ups and downs. I always like live in a life of balance where some for all the good i get i get an equal amount of bad to waver through which is kind of funny you know it's hard mm-hmm. to uh put it into words exactly i could get into it but then you'd be like jesus christ sean so i'm not going to get into it but with every down there's an up and i've always realized that in life which is good and i'm happy and excited for the summer ahead and some good times ahead good man man like I mean, you got to keep life on an even keel. I mean, if you don't have the bad stuff, you can't really enjoy the good stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. I say that all the time. Like, you have to own your bad days because if you have no bad days, you can have no good days, right? So, yeah. But overall, life's good. I'm just watching, like, the fact that we're headed into round two of the playoffs makes me a nervous wreck, but also makes me so excited. You know, like, I I'm just love watching hockey, and we don't often get the opportunity. It's been a lot of years. I'm still rooting for Edmonton versus Carolina, Edmonton in five. That's still what I'm going to run with. Edmonton in five. Fuck, man. Game seven should be more in your fucking vernacular. It's just, I I don't want to have a heart attack. 
I'm a bigger guy. It's in my family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can handle that. Like, I'm at the bar last night and it was still zero zero. And like the Oilers just like missed an opportunity. I slammed my hand against the bar and everyone was just it was like like five of us, five of us left at that point because all the Toronto fans just fucking booked it. Yeah. And like I said, and then like, what was that? I'm like, sorry guys, it's just he didn't score and he should have. And I'm just kind of invested. I'm sorry about this. I, I'll behave. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, there's like you know, so many of those moments last night's game, like when it was zero, like zero all, you're just like anybody's game. You know, yeah. you hit a post, you're like, ah, you and miss an empty net. Like, oh my God. Like there was so many opportunities last night. Edmonton performed like they really did. And LA was right there the whole game. You know, it was sketch. Yeah. Yeah. And fuck, LA's a good team. I do want to get off hockey. I know it's a, a big thing that's going on right now, but I got to know. I've been waiting two weeks to find out. Picard finale. Can we talk about this? I think I'm ready, sir. I have watched it all. Well okay. bested. What do you think? Well, it was a, a whirlwind, that's for sure, because lots happened. I don't know where exactly to begin. I like... I really found it interesting. It always bothered me that Picard was never going to find love and that he was going to always be alone. You know, that was one storyline throughout where you're like, fuck, like, I just wish he, and you know, they kind of like lended us to that a little bit, which was beautiful. And the whole storyline with his mother was just like fucking scary and dark. And you're like, Jesus, like, it makes sense why he was so the mm. way he was in certain ways, you know? No, what? I I always thought that this story was unnecessary. This the, the 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 background with his mother. Like, why are we talking about this? Yeah. And uh, as I watched TNG and then I watched all of the Star Trek movies over again, Picard talks about his mother nonstop. He had a relationship with her. Um, like like it was a. I know it ended young. Yeah. But like. I'm not sure if you remember in season one of TNG where I think uh, I'm not sure if Q is running amok, but like they're going through a thing where everyone's seeing imaginary stuff. Yeah. And he sees his mother as an old woman. I don't and remember that. Like season one TNG. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't blame you if you did, but, but he sees his mother as an old woman, but they also touched upon that in Picard going like, even then I've always imagined her what she would look like as an old woman. Like I always, all that and like and then he like in Star Trek Nemesis he talked about he talks about his mother about his past and like how like going to Starfleet was a questionable decision because he is from a, a family of uh, a winery like uh, all that stuff so I, it it was an I felt like over the years you had to find out what his childhood was kind of like yeah and it was just this brilliant like. It, it doesn't become brilliant until you look for why it's brilliant. For sure. You know and, what's crazy about this too, Tom? You just made me think of this and I thought of it. Why do you think Picard hated kids? Yeah, like all lends itself to yeah. the story of why yeah. he never wanted kids. Like, cause he like, what he, he got, thought he did he as a kid. Fucking shit as a kid. Isn't that like interesting though too, yeah. to think like, cause he's like, you're irresponsible decision. Like you can see angry Picard, like yelling at his younger self being like, you fucking are the like caused our mothers like but that all is like whoa like when, when you look at the big picture of it all so, now you're like holy fuck like that's interesting so i know that i was of the line of we're hearing a lot of stories in this season that i don't think need to be told 
Yeah. There was just a lot put on us. But then they do this thing in the finale where they've tied up in a nice little fucking bow. And I love the little goodbyes that we certainly got. Like, I like, like, the whole Borg Queen story. Like, Weird, eh? Like, I didn't even see that coming. No. And it made me fucking happy. Now there's, like, a new kind of Borg that's with, that's with... Um, the federation-ish with the federation but 100 like yeah they, they asked to join the united federation yeah power. that's good what's so cool about that too is like it's not the borg at all because it's girardi and like it's you yeah. know like the it, but when they you get have there to and they're choose like they want to join yeah and when one they like show up though like in the opener of season one we're like what the fuck the borg is but it's like the borg didn't evolve it's just that she had a 400 year start and now what is what is her relation to the borg in any way is there no relation at all or are they like you know different unimatrix obviously because she's the queen of her like yeah so I gotta tell you, I I love like they tied it all in a nice bow and then they do this thing with fan service the this um for no reason you get wesley crusher showing it was up weird yeah traveling. that was like uh, but i loved okay. it i loved yeah. it because it it kind of like made sense to be like like you're not of this world you can do some greatness and this is what i can bring you and if you want to live a normal life that's totally cool too like but yeah you know, i can show you things and, and then and then like also all of this coming off of Oh, uh, come on, Will Wheaton. You didn't make it to season three. Everyone giving him sure. shit. And he fucking knew that yeah. he filmed this thing in season two, going like, fuck you, man. I was there fucking second. Okay. You got I'm the right OG. Here in Deanna Troy. Yeah. I'm the next fucking pick. All right. Sure. Fuck all of you. No, I like <laughs> well, that. I guess too. Data shows up in episode one of Picard, too, right? So, yeah. Third. Um, either and way. Ben playing one of the very various versions of uh, uh, Dr. Soon. Yeah, Will Wheaton deserved it. You know what I mean? He deserved that. Honestly, I fucking love seeing him. It yeah. made me so happy. Like, I was grinning like an idiot. It was 100% fan service. Didn't need to be done. but they Had nothing did it. to do with the storyline overall, yeah. which is like, you live a little bit in regret. Would have been cool in a way if he had, like, a little bit to do. Like, if he ran into, bumped and bumped shoulders with Picard, well, he's, like, something. But I get that, too, that it wasn't appropriate for the storyline, so they just yeah. let it be. But, yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Q, the whole like Q scenario, it was and pretty the, cool. All the when he says goodbye to Picard and then he realizes it's because he loved him and wanted yeah. always for him to succeed no matter what. Like, it was just like it, it it's the like the old, it's the old like story of like when you have a crush on a girl in kindergarten and you pull the pigtails, you push her in the dirt because you don't know how to express your feelings. Like yeah. You came from a world of we are omnipotent and we think that this is just like, I, I don't understand how you guys operate, but I watch you and then you restore my faith in humanity every single fucking time. It was and, fun to hear even gods have their favorites. That's the one that like yeah. stuck with me about it. And you're like, you look back at all of the Q storyline with Q and Picard and you're like, fuck. Yeah. It makes sense. He does. Like you said, he, you know, the like kid pulling the pigtails analogy is perfect because that is like, you know, I, I want to be involved in this, this storyline of this person because it's super interesting to me. And then to do that. And like, you know, we still don't know what exactly is happening with the Q and he was like, I have a little more power and like, little little bit left and it's just the juice of it all and it was cool guy yeah. 
the whole Guinan storyline and like seeing what happened to um uh fuck what's his name the captain who stayed in the past you know what i'm talking oh, yeah. about just oh, yeah. seeing that like hearing then her telling picard like how he finished out his life and how like Guinan knew them and like was in their lives for that time like super yeah. interesting that could be a fucking show on its own just that little like a different kind of yeah. story you know like there's just they did a good job of wrapping everything up and leaving us to go to season three now being like, you know, we, there could be other threats. There could be a, like, but we don't care because they're just telling a good story and it all like works together and is intertwined. Mm -hmm. And you're like, the soon thing was kind of funny. I like that little like add on there, mm -hmm. like uh, con, you know what I mean? Project yeah. con. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. Um, and that kind of leads me into, uh, I want to talk about Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Have you watched the first two? Of course not. No, I haven't gotten there yet. Hey, I, it's fucking playoff hockey and goddamn, oh, just, I watched Picard. So just You could have like off. an hour before doing this podcast. You could have just you sat down much, and watched it. it and then, that's not how life works. I'm busy, man. I always got shit to do. If I ain't doing yeah, this, I, then I, I, I don't have time. You know, you know for a guy that's a Star Trek fan... I'm a huge really Star Trek missing fan. out on some of the best Star Trek that it's actually been out there because I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's characters I want to fucking talk to you about because yeah, there's I know. fucking cool shit going on. But I got to tell you right now that um, Star Trek Strange New Worlds is a love letter to Trekkies. Nice. I'm excited. I've heard all, all these things from the internet and you and others that have watched it. I'm going to get there. I started, I was about to start it last night. And then I realized that it was like 1.30 in the morning and that if I started, I wasn't going to be able to put it down. So I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to bed. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> when you have You're a little bit do... tired, Matt. <laughs> Come to the show prepared, for fuck's sake. Oh, I'm prepared, but I, I have a life too, and it's hard, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't wait. And that's what's so fucking, what a time to be alive. Yeah. I'm behind on Star Trek because there's too much Star Trek. What a fucking world to be alive in. Yeah. Do you ever watch Prodigy? I watched the first episode. It was pretty interesting. My uncle swears by it, and uh, I think I might give it the old college try today. Yeah, it was um, fun what I watched. I'll say that. Like, um, think like Goofy, you know, like the Goofy movie mm -hmm. where he's like singing and like that level of uh enthusiasm that was in the goofy movie yeah is kind of like what you're gonna be able to expect out of prodigy like electric yeah. kind of excitement directed towards kids but still has a good story yeah i think you'll love it to be honest yeah i'm pretty sure i will there's because there's nothing like wrong with it i i just dusted off my vape pen too so like, i think like I, I i if i didn't sleep in as much as i did today and i fucking slept in today I think I would have done like hit the vape pen, had a bowl of crap and Captain Crunchberries, and just enjoyed some Star Trek prodigy. Binge watched, yeah, yeah. But that's sick. It, it's something I'm gonna definitely get into. Good. No, it's a, it's fun, man. There's so much content right now, and you can deep dive any of it. I actually started watching the finale of Moon Knight, and I fell asleep. Because so I don't. That, that I don't series know how got a I lot got. more emotional than I anticipated. Yeah, and I also like how standalone it is. Like, I don't know where Moon Knight is going to fit in in the MCU. I've heard that since the finale from online, people have been saying that, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, because it's very stand. Like, they didn't include anybody from the MCU already. 
Yeah, which is great because there is a whole world of stories to tell in the Marvel Cinematic Universe or it, whatever. It, you it ends really. I found it ends brilliantly. Like you'll get there. Yeah, but like this is some of the best acting I've seen from Ethan Hawke in a while. Ethan Hawke as a bad guy is very, very interesting to me. He's always been like uh, that good guy that genuine, yeah. Like the good guy that has to do right, but also like I don't know, like you saw, like you you see him in Training Day, you see him in Assault on Precinct Thirteen, um, you see him in uh, oh tra- uh, Boyhood where he's like the father doing his best. Um, yeah, Thirty Days of Night was another one where he's like the hero and. So many like moments That's like that. Josh Hartnett, Ethan Hawke isn't in Thirty Days a Night. <laughs> God damn it! That never gets old. <laughs> Is that a Toronto Maple Leafs cup? No, it's a Hawkins mug. From okay. The, uh, show Stranger Things. Nice. That's cool. I saw the black. Because the I blue have anything white. blue doesn't make it fucking Toronto. Well, sorry, you had like a jersey on the other day and now a cup. But Wait, just, I also, I that ask. was a blue rodeo jersey. Right, right, right. Look, it looks sorry. more like the fucking baby blue Pittsburgh Penguins jersey than it does the fucking Leafs <laughs> jersey. You need to fucking sorry. tighten it up. All right. Trying to I get it fucking it. going. You're talking to Thomas Sides, not fucking Paul Sides, who I was giving it to last night. <laughs> Have you? Did you give it to him? I was going to ask. I was excited to hear. Yeah. Like, I kind of feel bad because, like, Paul's got a lot on his plate right now. <laughs> fucking love him to death, really do. He's got a lot on his plate, so like I'm taxing him all game long. I don't get a response to this morning, so I think he's been burning the candle at both ends just with work. I think he's doing like seven days a week, trying yeah. to get all the overtime he can right now because he's got some shit going on. For sure. But fuck, I love my relationship with Paul. Like it was like I love how like doing all of this has kind of progressed all of our relationships somehow. Like I hope you get to a point where you can just get like a texting relationship with Paul or Deanna because it's the best. Yeah. I like, I can just text Deanna like what's up. And she's just like, I've been day drinking and playing with kids all day. And nice. it's just like, fuck, that's so wonderful. How fucked up are you? She's like, I'm going to go to bed now. I'm like, all right. All right. Actually, like, like, but like you just give like a little, like, every time I just send Deanna, what up? It is immediately followed by FaceTime. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. She just, uh, she just, he said, what up to me? So clearly he's available. And it's usually like, I'm out going for a walk or a, I just said, like, what up before I drove somewhere? And then there she is, like, FaceTime. I'm like, fucking bitch. All right, cool. Like, I'm busy. What's up? That's funny. No, that's cool, though. And it's good to let people in like that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I, I love it. And it's like, you know, progress my relationship with Aunt Amelia and Uncle Larry or BDLs, I love, I like to call Big Daddy Larry. I'd like to formally invite Paul to jump on the Oilers bandwagon now that his team's out. Feel free. Put a jersey on. Put a hat on, Paul. You can come be one of us. Be warm. I'm, we won uh, our I'm, game seven. You can cheer with us. I, I played this game with him last season when I was like, hey, man, you can always just root for Montreal. We'll, we'd be happy <laughs> to have you. And he he won't he won't budge on that. That was too fresh, though, because Montreal just knocked them out. Edmonton didn't do this to you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I like, you know, ragging on people a little bit about their teams, but it also hurts so bad. And, like, because of the – thing i talked about i shouldn't have talked about last episode i don't want to shit talk any other team i'm just trying to live in my little bit of this world and yeah. view things as they come to me and not put judgments on them so i love it i have like this uh dinner bet with paul so it has to take place in nashville because like i like i really want to go to nashville with paul i feel like that would just <laughs> be really fucking fun yeah so i i told him like i bet you want to make a bet that oil the Leafs are out in the first round of playoffs, and he goes like, "I'll take that bet." 
I go, well, okay, what do you want to play for? He goes, oh, I don't know. I go, Dinner in Nashville. And guess what? I'm running the fucking bill up on them. Noters, double appies, fucking nice bottle of wine, and a good old-fashioned steak. Like, I'm going to get steak in the side of, like, I don't know what the fuck Nashville has to offer, but Tommy's going to fucking eat like a king that night. You Curious deserve it. All sides. Thank you very much, good buddy. Courtesy of Paul Sides and the Toronto Maple Leafs organization fans <laughs> and team. Yeah, the Toronto <laughs> make me sads. That's fucking funny. I mean, you, it was a bet you couldn't lose. So well, you know what? I could have lost that. They could have, like, they had the callback goal, which was legit. It was a legit callback goal, and then, like, it could have been two two rather easily. It could have been, you know, one bad bounce. Like Vasilevsky fucking stood on his head. Jack Campbell, I think, oh, like, I think everyone owes him, the whole city of Toronto owes him, like, a fucking cuddle or a fucking parade. Or, <laughs> you know, There's no shame in a Game 7 loss. It means that it was a very contested series. It just the sucks. The problem is all keeps know happening is Game 7 losses. Yeah, it just keeps happening over and over and, and over. Uh, I think that that team's going to fucking clean house now. I don't think that there's going to be the same Toronto Maple Leafs that we've seen for the last five years. What do you do? Like, you have to. <clears throat> well, I think uh, – uh, their GM's probably going to go. Um, I don't know about the coaching staff. Maybe the coaching the coaching staff's always the first to go. Yeah, but I think they're going to make some legit trades and then start this whole rebuild again. Like, well, it's tough I don't, too, I, because I, they I have a good like team. Nylander, Nylander and uh, and uh, Marner. I think their days as Leafs are fucking numbered. I know that. I I don't I, I don't know. I think Tavares might be going somewhere else too. I like, heard that, yeah. Like, uh, I like there's going to be some stuff to see. Like, kid, pay attention at the draft day. You're going to see some fucking moves done by them, Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, what do you do, right? It's the same thing if Edmonton had, like, God forbid, we lost our game seven. It's you start looking inwards and like, we won, thank God, but Toronto didn't. And I know the pain. Yeah. I've been through rebuilds for the last fucking. I don't even want to talk about it. But it's where you go from here when you have a team that should have performed better but didn't. Then mm-hmm. you have, like you said, you got to look at the coaches, you look at the GM, you look at individual players' games. Like, what the fuck? Like, how yeah. do you solve this problem as to build your team? And like Toronto did phenomenal throughout the season. They're a good team, but it, and that's like NHL hockey. Only one team wins the cup. You know, you're gonna have a lot of teams not that are good knocked out in the first round. It's just life. It just you know when it's your team over and over again, it fucking stings and it hurts. Yeah, man, it's been it's been fucking brutal to like. I mean, as a Habs fan, like everyone in Halifax is a fucking Leafs fan, so I was like chanting up people at the bar. Like literally every single time I went to the bathroom, this other guy was just there. He was either like just beat me or I just beat him. But we always kept on meeting in the bathroom, and uh, and uh, he was. Uh, there's a Leafs fan going like oh, fuck. I'm either a Leafs fan or I'm a Philadelphia fan. I'm like fuck, poor you, buddy. Like this is some rough fucking go that you're having. Like I'm a Montreal fan, so I'm always anybody but the Leafs, and then like anybody but the Bruins. Like it's yeah. kind of it. And now that the both Leafs and Bruins are out, I'm just smooth sailing, going go Oilers and see what happens. For sure. Yeah. So like I'm like I take like I don't know. Call me a bandwagoner all you want, but like I've been fucking loyal to. Montreal and Edmonton forever. So I don't consider you a bandwagon fan in any way. I look at you would be more as like an enthusiasm fan. You get it hyped because you can hype any team because you're a hype man. You know what I mean? You like to be excited about things. And if you know, your team is out, God forbid, 
then it's like, who's the next best team that I think I would enjoy watching win. And you get mm-hmm. on to party with them. You know what I mean? That's a different thing. I want to talk to you about something. Sorry. You just kind of, I don't want to change subjects on you, but um, I was asked this week to uh, officiate my friends, uh, Sarah and Rachel's wedding. Oh, wow. Congrats. So, like, I was like already like set to like go and like attend yeah. the wedding. And then they like shot me a message like, Hey, we haven't spoken in a little while. Like, we want to catch up. And then, we don't even know what city in the country you're in now. Like, what's yeah. up? And then, you know, I, I I call them up. I'm like, what's up, ladies? How you guys doing? I fucking haven't seen you in forever. You guys are looking great. Well, what's up? And they're just like, oh, we're good. Like, tell us, like, you, you're on Halifax Island. I'm like, yeah, it's promotion. You know, I'm renting this. I like, do the whole catch-up thing. And they're just like, so we were wondering if you would uh, officiate our wedding. I'm like, I, I like, I'm, yeah, fucking, what do I got to do? And, like, like, there's a whole, like, justice of the peace thing. So, like, like, uh, I don't know if anyone they know fucking listens to the show. I doubt it. But, um, like, so they're gonna get like secret married, and then I'm just gonna just do a whole ceremony. So, like, cool. I gotta watch like YouTube videos. I got like a notebook. I'm just gonna. So like, you're like gonna like officiate, like as if you were a minister, but it will already be completed. Yeah. So like, it's That's not like cool. a legal. It's not like a legal thing. I'm just gonna go up, say some beautiful things about people cool. I care deeply about. And like they were my first friends, really in Edmonton that I met on my own. I met wow. them when I was doing uh, volunteer work um, at the Edmonton folk, uh, folk festival. Yeah, I was doing like security, and they were doing uh, in, in the beer tent, and they were doing selling the beer tickets and all that cool. stuff. And we just got to talking, and we've been friends ever since. Like you know, what like, an honor to like have bestowed on you to be asked that in the first place, right? Like, honestly, good for you. I'm still dumbfounded by it. Yeah, that's cool, dude. Because, like, I've known him for, like, a little while. I think I've known him since, like, 2016. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, there's got to be people they know longer, they know them longer. But, like, I mean, you know me, like, when, you know, I, I, when you become a part of my life, I become fucking huge fan. Like, I, yeah, I'll, for sure. I'm like, we don't talk all the time, but whenever I am in Edmonton, they're, like, the, one of the first people I shoot a message to. Present awesome. company excluded. But, um you know, it's the, it's this like nice bond. Last time I was in Edmonton, I think I had breakfast with them before I had lunch with you or some shit like that. Like, yeah. It, it, and it was just a good day. And they're just, and they're the sweetest fucking people. I, when is this going down? Do. Sorry. When is this going down? July. So oh, like, I got like two months to fucking think of like what should be said. Like it was different when I was an MC for Deanna's wedding and uh, my friend Lael's wedding. Like I was able to kind of wing it because it's just emceeing like you're introducing yeah. people that want to that are doing speeches you know you're, sure. you're saying like a random toast like that's stuff that i was able to win because it's all positive and all this but now i got to go into like a like a real romantic place like a real like, like a real fucking beautiful place yeah just, like i can't believe these two not only like because i i don't know them as individuals like, i always hung out with them too. like i always known them as a couple but yeah some of the most beautiful uh welcoming kind people in the world and cool. like i can't wait to like share this day with them like to be in like a fucking co-star in a wedding like jesus christ it's that's a big call in yeah. right yeah i was asking like do i get jedi robes <laughs> that's awesome dude congrats yeah, yeah man like i'm I like I don't know if you have any experience or know anyone that has any experience i would love to fucking get some fucking insight on this yeah no kidding but uh you should go to like your local church and talk to the guy just to be like, 
hey man like i'm not no like no, obviously not from a super religious standpoint but just to be like so like i have been bestowed with the opportunity to like officiate over a wedding i would just like do you have any pointers at all like not coming from a religious standpoint necessarily but just like give me like a do you have like you know no like because like the way i'm gonna approach it is just i want to like i'm gonna watch a few youtube videos because there, there, there's youtube videos on fucking everything right yeah and I was going to approach that, and then I was—I already asked them if they have any like any important like poems or songs or something, something like to that. include. Yeah, yeah, something like like you would want me to say to them, like or reference to, yeah, yeah, reference to, and then <clears throat> and then like I, 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 uh, my big approach is like going to be just how wonderful these two people are, and they truly are just wonderful people um that's cool yeah, man no, I gotta, something to look forward to yeah i gotta like this is the thing where i gotta go deep in the fucking emotions and like my goal is i'm gonna make someone fucking cry at this fucking wedding oh yeah oh yeah i can see it now and you yourself included i bet because it's gonna be that beautiful fuck i gotta go i gotta go fucking deep on this one man no for sure that's cool yeah so no i i'm i'm so stoked my friends uh rachel and sarah uh already like i was already stoked to just be at their wedding and then like they were like yeah can you we ask a favor i was like yeah what do you need do you pick people up at the airport or something like that she's just <laughs> like um a little bigger uh <laughs> can you officiate the wedding i was just like fucking what yeah no kidding yes please that's funny yeah so like this is a and it's also like i see i see how important this is like they're they're only going to get married once and it's a big deal yeah these are the and and like i like i do not want to do them an injustice of oh of course oh like you know like this is a thing like i i I gotta get into my like my little cave and just game face uh, yeah yeah it's a huge like it is a huge honor and i i I, like i i think i thank that like it was hard to have another conversation with them after the yeah no kidding because like i'm just just like i can't believe you're asking me to do this like i honestly like this is one of the nicest most i was speechless and like to render me speechless is fucking difficult because i'm trying to hold that moment together in your head where you're like i i still want to talk about other things but the whole rest of your skull is like holy fuck like (laughs) this is like I haven't spoken to you guys in like six months. Like there's so much catching up to do, but also like, uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm still t- stuck on this one fucking thing here. Right. Yeah. Now. So, uh, <laughs> no, they're, they're the best. They're absolutely cool, the best. So they, they're well, they couldn't have chosen any, any better. That's for damn sure. Oh, thank you very much, man. You're being real kind. I, I, that's, that means a lot to me. So, so yeah, if, uh, if you guys ever officiated a wedding and want to give Tom some uh, advice, you can hit us up on the email the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com as the number two uh sides of the story pod at gmail.com would love some advice i'm sure yeah, uncle john hurt. probably has done something similar to this i'm willing to bet <laughs> i i don't know if he's officiated but he's fucking i bet you he schmoozed a few speeches in his day oh i could see that just crush them i bet yeah fucking a i bet you that guy can really fucking talk <laughs> he has his moments for sure yeah speaking of weddings like i know that you're engaged like no since we're on the subject like 
how's your wedding planning coming? Is it, it planning? Good. There's or? there's lots of discussions about it all. Like obviously we've I've talked to you about it because of the COVID situation throwing us that angle. It's been a couple of years now. We have been evaluating what's important to us and we're trying to make the best decision for what we want moving yeah. forward. You know what I mean? So Not much gonna say much more than that, but we're we're investing our our thoughts into it for damn sure as to how we want to proceed, whether we're going to go big, whether we're going to go somewhere, whether we're going to go small, like we have options, you know what I mean? And there's some good options for sure. And we'll go from there. Can we pause for one second? Do you mind? Sorry. Yeah. To follow. um, Still trying to figure out life, to be honest. No, no, that's fair, man. So very fair approach i mean like obviously you don't want to spill all the beans on the podcast here i was just curious because we were on the subject yeah for sure no it's one of those things like you know you're always concerned about <clears throat> yourselves your own story mm-hmm. and you want to make it the best story you can for you but at the same time like you know it's been we're in our seventh year together we know we want to spend the rest of our lives together so we're we're not in like an immediate rush to to have that day Either way, we we found each other, you know. Mm-hmm. But but we're gonna get done, get it done in uh the best way possible for us. Yeah, yeah. So like a gigantic pinata. That'd be fucking amazing. I'll keep you posted though. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, no it'll, it'll be fun. It'll definitely be fun. I love love, man. I love weddings. Weddings are the shit. I fucking it's love so weddings. much fun. Especially like, I love the last few weddings I've been at because I always kind of weasel my way involved somehow. like i was the mc at deanna's wedding which was the best i was bridesman and mc at my friend leo and scott's wedding which was awesome like i'm I'm going to my friend Lori's wedding in september like i'm not even involved but i'm gonna fucking everyone's gonna know who i am by the end of that fucking wedding how so fucking schmooze a whole bunch of french canadians it's gonna be fucking amazing (laughs) it's just fun like even the ceremony itself you know a lot of guys are like Oh yeah, you know, I'm just here to fuck a party and drink. I love that shit too. I didn't think that it would affect me. Like I remember one of my best friends getting married and uh and I, I was like sitting there watching I'm like and all of a sudden I was like, oh shit, hold it together, man. Hold, <laughs> hold, shields up, yeah. do not crack. But it's like beautiful. Fuck. I love the it's like the videos you see on the internet of like a guy who lost his dog and his wife bought him a new puppy and she's surprising him with it. Yeah. I can't fucking watch that stuff without feel an emotion like i'm not afraid of that shit i'm a man who's comfortable with who he is and if i see something fucking beautiful in this world i'm gonna react to it yeah old age fuck i say old age 32 but like as i've gotten older the whole like being able to hold back from fucking emotions is like fucking hard like last night the band uh there was a band playing and they played wish you were here by pink floyd and I always associate that song with my dad and fuck every single time it fucking hits. I got to just like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> You're at a bar. There are pretty women nearby. Tighten it up. <laughs> That's so beautiful though. Like, I love that too, that things can bring that out of me. And like, you know, we were taught the previous generation was like, be a man, men don't cry. But now like we're evolved past that point where it's like, you know, no one wants to be the guy who's like blubbering in public to see something like if they see something beautiful. like making a scene that exactly that yeah but at the same time it's like when you're moved by something that's that beautiful or that powerful why would we deny ourselves that feeling you know what i mean it's like beautiful yeah it's good to be a human yeah 
I mean, I was texting you fucking last night. I was like, let's go Oilers. And like, your response is, indeed. I'm like, okay, fucking tighten it up, you fucking bacon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, this well, is fucking you have to realize, I was like a ball of like emotion and stress just being like, I want to be excited, Thomas. But if I let myself be too excited, they're going to know. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I know you're not a big letter, Kenny guy, but. Uh, Never seen week, it. Uh, this week they had the. Uh, the spinoff show Shorzy start and okay. it is unbelievable. It's all about a guy playing hockey in Sudbury and the fucking chirping. It's just, it's worth watching. It's two episodes down. Uh, if, if you don't get into letter, can I get into this? Cause all it is, is just talking. It's a tw- 26 minute show of just one dude talking shit. And it's just nice. amazing. I haven't uh, ever tried Leonard Kenny and I'm sure I'll love it because at the little clips you see here and there, like, it seems like great Canadian content where I'll just laugh my ass off. So I'm sure I'll get into it at some point. It's like the yeah. trailer park boys, but a different generation in ways I've heard. And, and, and it's a different kind of comedy from trailer park boys. Like this is just letter. Kenny is like quick one-liners with a decent little, like decent little story. Like the, my biggest crime with letter Kenny is that it's six episodes long. Like I always want, they all, they end every season with wanting with you wanting more. Yeah. And it, like it's just like it's never enough, and I, I've always found it very cool and very interesting from there to see where it goes. So makes uh, sense. Yeah, uh, I for one, and it's something worth watching. I mean, if you have Crave, but also you know you're behind on Star Trek. So. I have so much to watch, Tom. Yeah. Have you? I'm still waiting. Have you heard when Spider Man is coming to Netflix? Oh, go fuck yourself! Just go buy it. Spend I've seen it for sale at Walmart, and I was like. I don't think so. No, I, I bought it on Apple so I can watch it whenever I want. Nice. Yeah, so I've already watched it like seven times and cried. I don't know why I keep bringing time. this up. I, I see that beautiful fire in your eyes. Fiddling, yeah, like, it's, you such, it's so bitch, good. Sean. And the problem is, you're like now now that you're saying all this Netflix stuff, like you're saying it to get a rise out of me. But the thing is, is, you're only robbing yourself of a fucking beautiful experience. I know. Like, That's it, what's it, ridiculous it's about it. It's insane to me that you're like, like you're proving a point to fucking nobody and you're no. just losing out yourself and your fire is because you love me and want me to see it because it's so good is the fucking yeah. funniest part too like what yeah. the fuck sean get your yeah, shit like, together what are you doing yeah like i haven't seen dark i want to see dr strange i might go this week but like the this whole like you not wanting like i get not wanting to go to a movie theater just i now. do want to go to a movie theater i'm ready yeah but i but also like the fact that you keep on saying like I'll wait for Netflix, like go <laughs> fuck yourself, Jesus Christ! Like because you're robbing yourself of a great fucking movie experience. Have like, you? I have a question. Have you heard the whole rumor about Netflix getting commercials now? Yeah. I, What's up with that? I can't. I won't do it. I refuse. Because because Netflix did this whole thing of we'll create fucking anything. Mm-hmm. Come with us with a script. Guess what? We're gonna greenlight it, and they do this thing of just not giving you know stories enough time to you know find their way like they just canceled that steve carell space force show yeah i really enjoyed it i really uh, honestly you put steve carell in fucking anything and i'll probably watch it for sure um the main attraction for that show for me was ben schwartz ben schwartz is an amazing fucking comedian comedic actor and even when he's just acting i can't remember the name of the movie but he did one with billy crystal and fuck did it tug on my heartstrings 
Hmm. Um, but I'm all for Ben Schwartz. Uh, ben Schwartz, if you're not familiar, he's the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog, and he was John Ralphio in Parks and Rec. Nothing. Um, Either uh, way, cool guy, sounds like. I'll yeah, check him out. Uh, honestly, he's really worth, like, he's worth your time. That guy fucking delivers. If you really want, he has this Netflix special with Tom Middleditch called Middleditch and Schwartz, where it's pure improv comedy. They get Interesting. Like, a random, random thing, and Sean, you will fucking laugh at this. This isn't uh, this isn't gonna be like I, I when I recommended um, uh, stay inside by uh, Bo Burnham because that that's something I don't think you were prepared for. But yeah, it the, had its moments. Yeah, but the but this uh, middle edition Schwartz, I I dare you to watch that and not fucking laugh for sure. So like I will the, check the, it out. It sounds interesting. Um, after Star Trek, of course. Uh, what was I gonna say? So, yeah, that's one other thing I texted you about this week uh, that I'm jogging my memory trying to fucking say what I was going to say. Chance on Bob are coming. Yeah, so I saw that, the Edmonton Fan Expo. Yeah, um, they added a it? whole bunch of members of Clerks, too. So there's going to be, like, a whole Clerks photo yeah, opportunity. Because well, they got Clerks 3 coming out, and then it's been, like, the 30-year anniversary or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's pretty so cool. Like, I'll get my opportunity to meet mr kevin smith and jason news yeah. that's exciting i'm gonna definitely take life up on that opportunity yeah man i mean when is it september like uh, most years it fell on my birthday weekend <clears throat> so it was either like the 22nd to the 24th or but i think like last year the one that got canceled they had it one week earlier or one week later i can't remember okay if it's the weekend of the 24th i can't go because i got a wedding that day of course but if it's before, after before after, yeah maybe get me a ticket the, we'll talk just let me know what it is because I, like, yeah. I, I, I would love to do that shit with you i think that'd be really fun you yeah, and me fun. will fucking dress up definitely where to get my fucking red shirt yeah we're gonna have to do some research prior to this to have you all ready yeah that'd be fun okay. that'd be cool i'm excited I, that the... let me make you a deal if i promise to buy my own red shirt will you cover my ticket are we talking one day or three day? Um, th- depends. Because it's pretty expensive. A three day pass is like. Whew. I know, but how expensive is the fucking red shirt? Or yeah, actually, you know what? That's a very fucking good point. It's a red shirt, and I'm flying in. Are we so, talking a legit uniform? Like you're getting the. I'm fucking... gonna fit in with you and Kieran, and I'll be your fucking red shirt. That's pretty goddamn impressive. Where I'm the one that fucking dies. <laughs> That's a pretty good, pretty good deal. Yeah. Think about it. That's a and pretty then, good deal. I'm thinking yeah. about it. That's for sure. Keep in mind, like, I got to fly from one end of the country to the other. Oh, then, I know. Yeah. You're taking all the costs here in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I get to, like, show it to you and take you to this cool ass event. Right. Yeah. It's a pretty good deal. We'll talk. We'll definitely do some negotiating depending on when it falls. We'll go from yeah, there. Like, I would like, I would like to meet Kevin Smith again. Tell him like, Hey, last time I met you was here. I'm actually living here now, but fuck, like you gave me my moment and just like, for sure. you, know, you know, to do that. Who else is going? Is there any other big names? Not like it's very early. They haven't announced a whole lot yet, to be honest, but there's always like, they'll get a couple people. There's always some decent stuff coming. Yeah. Well, um, that like, was a big, that's Kevin a, big, Smith's one, a big Edmonton guy, right? Yeah. That's what's fun about it too. It's like if I'm going to meet Kevin Smith, I almost like I would need to wear something Oilers, but 
I'd also want to wear the uniform. So it's like a, a tough one. I think what I've done in previous years with some of the photo ops that aren't Star Trek is I'll get the photo op for them on a Friday and just wear like street well, clothes bring, or whatever. Just bring an Oilers jersey in a backpack. Yeah. And then just swap out. Oh, 100%. You could definitely do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be exciting. I'm excited to at the opportunity to meet Kevin Smith for sure. One of my yeah. like early heroes. Speaking of Kevin Smith, I watched Chasing Amy this week. Yeah. Now, I don't know what it is, but I think I, I always say like my favorite movies, like anything else. But I got to tell you, Chasing Amy has like a special spot in my heart. It might be my favorite Kevin Smith film. I never understood all the hate. I love that movie. <laughs> I don't I don't think Chasing Amy never got any hate. Honestly, it was like. Well, it was it, people's least Mallrat, favorite of Mallrat's the five. got a lot of hate because it was just like. It was ahead of its time. Um, Chasing Amy was like this art piece. And, but I got to tell you, there's there's lines in there that like actually shape who I am. Like I like since I, I watched that at the age of like 15, 16. Yeah. Maybe 19 or 20. And, you know, the best message that you get from that movie is you never judge someone on their past. You judge them on their present because if you because there's nothing more minute than their past because they may not be that person anymore. The 100%. beautiful thing about being a person is we grow, like we, we evolve. We, Change, learn. We learn from our mistakes. We try shit. And, yep. and that is like the most beautiful message that that movie has sent and it fucking gravitated to me. I love Chasing Amy to the point where like I gotta watch it like once a year and it kind of just informs like that, 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 that thing inside of me of just like, you know, like I'm, I'm one of the like least judgmental people uh or at least i try to be yeah and then <clears throat> i'd like to watch it again i watched yeah. it many times as a teenager but i haven't watched it probably since age 20 mm -hmm. so it's been almost it's, two decades it's, since it's I've on seen amazon movie. prime if you want to watch it i'll have to give it a watch again i love it like i can tell you most of the scenes in it still in my head from years ago but it's like it hasn't connected with me as an adult necessarily so i'll have to rewatch it yeah, no, it's it's really worth it's really worth going back to and like and like all the Kevin Smith movies. Don't get me wrong, like Dogma. I think Dogma for what it is was always my favorite because of like the entertainment value. Mm -hmm. but the one that really always emotionally spoke to me it has been Chasing Amy, um, and then that speech. There's two speeches that I know that it isn't PC right now with all of that, but. But it was. But if you look at the movie as a whole, it makes sense why the character says it the way he does. When yeah. he's trying to convince, um, you know, like he's losing Ben Affleck to um, uh, Alyssa Jones, he goes, "There's a four-way road." I love that road. fucking quote. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're all figments of your fucking imagination. Oh, that, <laughs> that it gets me every fucking time. And then the big speech by uh, Silent Bob, where he goes, "You're chasing Amy." Like. There's no one in the movie named Amy, but he does the whole chasing Amy speech, and it was just like so fucking poignant. Yeah, yeah, I have to rewatch that. I've never shown Crystal the Kevin Smith movies, so I think it's time that I go down that road. Clerks is always my favorite; it's always going to resonate to me the most. Well, but yeah, like Clerks is. I was a clerk, so I yeah, get it. It was the original, right? Everyone yeah. loves the original. That's like, the one. For and me Clerks always. too is a special place in my heart too, and. I gotta Pretty say, there's funny. something to be said about Jay and Silent Bob and Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Those movies were fucking fun. And you know what? I fucking like Jersey Girl too. I'm not like upset. Yeah, Jersey Girl was really good. I haven't seen reboot yet. 
It's on Amazon Prime too. Don't man. ask me how it escaped me, but yeah, I got to catch up on Kevin Smith. Uh, you don't watch fucking anything. I don't. I know, it right? Makes sense that it escaped you. You don't mm-hmm. fucking. I deserve anyway. it. Abuse me. Yeah. Fuck. No, it's okay. It's okay. I understand. Are you waiting uh, for right. it to go on Netflix? Is Amazon Prime not good enough for you? Fuck. You're right. right. You're right. No, I, I can't argue. I'm a bad man. <laughs> but yeah, like I think it's honestly, it's going to be worth. Uh, it's definitely worth checking out. It's. And I, if you wanted to do the Edmonton Fan Expo, I think we got a little bit of a deal. Like, I will invest in a fucking red jersey. Honestly, it'd be fun. Yeah. I'd like to be your cool older cousin and take you on a wild ride. Yeah, and then we get Kieran, and then, like, I know, I just, like, Kieran being our fucking captain is a little bit fucking questionable in my book. Hey, you need someone who's going to, like, fucking throw out there for you, you know? Kirk, was <laughs> no, Kirk never held back. Like, look at, us, look at Spock. Spock's, like, so fucking reserved. You need a Kirk to get the party started uh i also wanted to talk touch base with you on these things because i i watched all of the star trek movies yeah except for motion picture because motion picture can fucking eat a dick mm-hmm. um i went from rafa Khan all the way to nemesis and um and then i watched all the new ones and i gotta tell you i don't think star trek into darkness deserves the flack it got yeah because they use Khan and he was like, it's a, a good movie. Like, I just... great movie, but but really pay attention to Into Darkness for all of its little bits and here and there. It is a love letter to Star Trek fans. It is mm-hmm. not like it, like it is not this. It was meant as a fan service movie yeah, for sure. And, and they put all these little tidbits in that that were taken from other fucking movies, and and. Uh, the fact that no one I, I don't think a lot of people notice all these little things that they took to make into darkness what it was like just just having a trouble there for for the sake of having one is a nice little fucking nod to the past the mm-hmm. the, the there's i wish i took notes because there was like so there's much so I, much yeah so much i saw while immediately watching these movies and going into this that it was point like it made sense to me why this it'd be a fun train to ride to see all the tie-ins right i've never done that like back to back to back it'd be fun to like to watch it all and then be like like where you're at right now in life going like fuck like i didn't realize how many little nods there were and i think that's it because i don't think anyone like no one has movies memorized like for fucking batum no and the way that they did this i gotta say man they paid a beautiful they painted a beautiful fucking picture of like what was supposed to be like dear star trek fans we love you we yeah. want you to enjoy this please pay attention to all these little things that we're going to do and For everyone's sure. going to be like that's not what con's supposed to be <laughs> fuck you jj abrams hey how about you take a tone out tone it down on the fucking light flares you fucking idiot jesus that's funny. christ well yeah and then it is like the thing with generations of star trek fans everyone has their star trek which i've tried to evolve past because i love it all and i just want to be open-minded and get what i get you know what i mean but at the same time like it is funny you know how much hate these things get and i've even i had my moments too you know what i mean where i've disagreed with things or disliked things but overall i'm so grateful that it all exists and when you can see all the beautiful tie-ins to something of the past and look at it as an homage not as a rip-off or an insult then you're living a better life 
Oh, a hundred percent. And, and that's like, that's what I saw. And then I fell back in love with Voyage Home, which was honestly is a fantastic comedy. By the it's way. still so good. Yeah. And funny. No, 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 but it, like, it is a comedy. Yeah. Like, it is Star Trek at its funniest. Like I thought like, when they teach Spock that like, you need to start swearing here, and then he's just swearing at Kirk every single time. <laughs> the hell I am, Captain. It was just the fucking best. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, I just enjoyed it. I really enjoyed all of it. And uh, good. Yeah. Um, it's good content. Like you've said in the past, if yeah. you aren't into Star Trek, if you don't like Star Trek, if you think it's fucking stupid, it's probably because you've never watched it. Yeah. And I gotta say, like Wrath of Khan, badass movie. Yeah, badass fucking movie. Yeah, and Christopher Spock is a lot better than I thought it was. And I have to, I have to apologize. I forgot Christopher Lloyd is the bad guy Klingon in Search for Spock. Undiscovered Country is Christopher Plummer. I forgot. Right. I, mean, I got those mixed up. But holy fuck, like Christopher Lloyd as a Klingon is badass. Um, like Search for Spock, great fucking movie. Voyage Home, great fucking movie. Final Frontier, not that great of a movie. Uh, <laughs> although that's where they introduced the theme song to Star Trek The Next Generation is in Frontier. True and that. I think it's because it was directed by Shatner. I, I want my Star Trek dir- directed by Franks or fucking Nimoy. That's what I want. If it's yeah. not done by either one of them, then you could take a fucking hike. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> well, Tom, does that wrap up this week's episode? Fine, sir. I mean, I guess it does. I mean, I talk about this shit for like another hour and a half if you want. But I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm sure we all got shit to do. Pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, I think that wraps it up. Um, any any last remarks? Um, go Oilers, go. Yeah, go Oilers, go. Fucking heading into game one of whoever we play tonight. So, fuck Dallas, Calgary. Let's look out. Uh, let's see what happens. Obviously, this releases on Monday, so we'll already know the results by then. But fuck, yeah. This is, it's an exciting time to be Can't alive. Can't wait for it. Either we get revenge on Dallas potential, or we get fucking battle of Alberta potential. So either way, either way, we're winning that. hockey, baby. Yeah. All right, my man. Have a great rest of your Sunday. And uh, that's been two sides of the story this week. I'm Tom Sides, and this has been one side of the story. And I'm Sean Sides, and this has been one side of the story. Have a great week, everyone. Live long and prosper. Two sides of the story. Sides of the story with Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.